This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 161 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Turtle yoga. Yes, really. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. This show is sponsored by the Cincinnati Zoo. They're providing the turtles for today's episode. (laughs) You lie. (laughs) Equestrian Collections offers a whole universe of shopping at your fingertips. You can visit them at equestriancollections.com. We also have Uncle Jimmy's at uncle-jimmy's.com and Kentucky Performance Products at kppusa.com. Welcome to the Stable School, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. We'll bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop This is Glenn the Geek And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Now, Glenn, I wonder if maybe Uncle Jimmy's could make turtle treats. (laughs) And I want to say no turtles were harmed in the making of this episode. (laughs) No turtles. (laughs) Turtle treats. Well, they'd have to fit into his whole branding thing. Like, it'd have to be risque. And I don't know how you could possibly make turtles risque. But you know what? Leave it to Uncle Jimmy and he'll do it. (laughs) I know. That's funny. Hey, uh, we have a great show lined up for today. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I am so excited because this is the last show I'm recording before vacation. (laughs) Okay. I'm happy. This is the first real vacation we've gone on since we started the Horse Radio Network three years ago. Wait, you went there last year. You went on vacation last year. No, we didn't, actually. It was several years ago. It was soon after we moved here. It's been a oh. while. Yeah. Oh, has it really been yeah, that it's long? It's been that long. Hey, time flies. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, where have I been? We're on episode 161 already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Over three years later. So we're really excited. It's been a while. We've been working hard and uh, we're just going. Uh, we're going to, we, we are best travel buddies. We, we are renting a cabin in the uh, Smoky Mountains and we're going to go hang out in the cabin and we're bringing our new doggie along and they're bringing one of their doggies along. So it should be. So fun. it's a family vacation. It's kind of a family vacation, and we, uh, you know, there's <laughs> bringing the doggies. We along. can travel with you guys, and there's a couple other people, couples, very few that we can travel with. For some reason, you, and everybody that's a couple knows this, it's very difficult to travel with other people. There's yeah. few people in the world that you can actually travel with. You all get along. You all kind of agree. There's no arguments about what to do, and I'm including family in that. <laughs> Oh, and they're first in line <laughs> exactly. that you kick off the boat. Exactly. Get out. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you and Peter and, you know, Gracie and everything, you know, we've done things together and had a ball. But, uh, but you know, the, this couple happens to be the ones that we've known for 20 years and we've gone different places with them. And, and it's just none of that. It's just fun. Yeah. So we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. But before that, we have to do a show. So we're going to talk really fast so I can get done and get to go on vacation. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> okay. So what are we going to start with? Well, um, we actually have a beautiful poem today that was submitted by Chris Garrett. Who's Chris Garrett, Glenn? I actually found this on Facebook. 
Okay. And somebody had posted it on Facebook. I have no idea who Chris Garrett is. Right. Uh, but when I saw the poem, I just knew I had to send it to you. Well, we're going to, uh, we're, we're going to, that's coming up in just a minute. Um, <clears throat> get your Kleenex out. It's probably one of the most beautiful poems. Uh, you will definitely be able to relate to it if you're a horse person. And I have to, I'm going to embarrass Helena here a little bit. It's called I Hung Up My Bridle, and I Hung Up My Bridle Today by Chris Garrett. And when I read it, I said, there's only one person that could effectively read this that I know, and that was Helena. So I sent it to Helena, and she agreed to do it, and we put a little music behind it. it get your Kleenex out. You're right. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> it has a happy ending, but the middle's kind of uh, tough. All right. Shh, shh, don't give so, it away. Don't give it all away. All right. Let's talk all about right. Uncle Jimmy's. <laughs> We're going to go from Uncle Jimmy's into this poem. No, we could put the poem at the end of the show, or we could put it at the beginning of the show. It's up to well, you. Let's play it now. Let's do the poem now, because I really want everybody to hear it. Okay, um, and then Uncle Jimmy's will lighten them up afterwards. That's right. Okay, it's, so. it's a beautiful poem. All right, so here is Helena reading I Hung Up My Bridle Today by Chris Garrett. I Hung Up My Bridle Today by Chris Garrett. Yesterday, for the first time, I was too tired to ride. Yesterday, for the first time, I was afraid I would be hurt if I was thrown. Yesterday, for the first time, I realized I was old. Yesterday, for the first time, I had to face that I could no longer keep up. Yesterday, for the first time, I felt my heart break. Yesterday, for the first time, I turned my back on my friend. Yesterday, for the first time, I knew I was done. Today, for the last time, I felt warm, braided leather in my hands. Today, for the last time, I released the buckles on the girth and watched my girl sigh. Today, for the last time, I slowly dropped the bit so it wouldn't hit her teeth. Today, for the last time, I buried my head in her soft, warm neck. Today, for the last time, I tracked hay and horsehair into my house. Today, for the first time, I cried after my ride. Today, for the first time, I felt my hands shake as I set the saddle on its rack. Today, for the first time, I hugged my young trainer a final goodbye. Today, for the first time, I waited for the new owner's trailer to arrive. Today, for the first time, I did not hear nickering when I opened my back door. Today, for the first time, I felt worse leaving the barn than I did when I entered. Today, for the first time, I had no one to check on before going to bed. Tomorrow, for the first time, I can stay in bed longer. Tomorrow, for the first time, I won't be able to fly on four legs. Tomorrow, for the first time, I will regret letting her go. Tomorrow, for the first time, I will be angry at myself. Tomorrow, for the first time, I will cry the day away. Tomorrow, for the first time, I will be glad to die. Day after tomorrow, for the first time, I will know I was wrong. Day after tomorrow, for the first time, I will defy all the opinions. Day after tomorrow, for the first time, I will ignore my old bones. Day after tomorrow, for the first time, I will bring my friend home. Day after tomorrow, for the first time, I will be reborn. For the rest of my life, I will have a horse in my yard. 
For the rest of my life, I will ignore the well-meaning advice. For the rest of my life, I will bury my face in her soft neck. For the rest of my life, I will let my soul fly. For the rest of my life, I will never be alone. Well, I had my tissues out. Uh, <laughs> How'd you get? To, how many times takes did it take to do that? By the way, you did an absolutely beautiful job with it. One hundred and eighty-seven. <laughs> and how many tissue boxes? <laughs> One hundred and eighty-eight. <laughs> you did a great job with it. We're going to be playing that on some of the other shows too. It's it's wonderful. Good, thank uh, you. And I think what we'll do too is I'll cut. We'll have definitely have that cut out. And we'll post it on Facebook all by itself because I think people would like to listen to that. Well, yeah, it really is. It's it's very it's very poignant. And whoever Chris Garrett is, thank you very much. <sighs> and if you have more poems, send them to us. <laughs> there you go. Helene is an excellent poem reader. You should do uh, audio books. You should read audio books. You'd be good at that too. Well, get me an agent. Okay. <laughs> Uncle Jimmy's. We'll have Uncle Jimmy be your agent. There you go. You'll be oh, reading please. interesting books. That's the last thing I need. <laughs> I love you, there. Uncle Jimmy, but yeah, no. Very interesting books you'll be reading. Well, Uncle <laughs> Jimmy's, of course, we talk about them every week, is known for their line of horse treats. They have some terrific horse treats. They have sugar-free horse treats. They have regular horse treats. But what's unique about them is they are also boredom busters. Uh, the hanging balls can, can keep your horses busy in a stall for a long time just uh, nibbling away at that thing that's hanging from the ceiling. And also, they have the squeezy buns. And squeezy buns are terrific for feeding medicines. You always want to have some of those on hand. They're fresh all the time because they're individually wrapped. They're one of the few horse treats like that that are individually wrapped. And if you have chickens, he has the pecker wreckers. And what did I miss? Uh, Squeezy buns, hanging balls, pecker wreckers. Oh, there's other stuff, too. Just go to the licky, website. Uncle, licky oh, things. Licky Things. That's right. Licky Things licky are good, things. too. And they have a Licky Thing holder. Um, so you can go to... <laughs> Just keep going. Just keep going. Don't stop there. <laughs> you can go to uncle-jimmies.com to find all of this terrific product. Oh, boy. <laughs> you said I had lightened up after the phone. Yeah, well, I didn't mean to go that light. <laughs> Why don't you introduce our guest? Okay. Uh, I'm really excited to talk to Christina Savitsky today. She brings a unique combination of education and experience to the horse world. She is a riding instructor. Um, again, her name is Christina Savitsky. She lives in northern New Mexico, and she and her husband, Ethan, manage a 13,000-acre ranch, Picos Bar X Bar Ranch. They have a variety of animals there. Um, and so that's her job. But she she went to school and she has a, actually a really interesting background. But she has her therapeutic riding instructor certification from NARA, uh, which is now known as PATH International, which stands for Professional Association of Therapeutic Horsemanship. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I didn't. I didn't. It's in her bio. Um, so anyway, so, you know, since her, her, uh, formal education career, she's been a professional, uh, therapeutic riding instructor for all kinds of people, especially with, you know, obviously with special needs, but her area of expertise is body awareness, um, especially for those people who are coming back from injury or who are disabled. And one of the things that she incorporates into her riding and training is yoga, which is near and dear to my heart. I'm, I'm no yoga expert, and she doesn't claim to be a yoga expert either, but you don't need to be. Um, what you get out of yoga is what you need from yoga. It's kind of 
it's one of those spiritual things. But um, but anyway, Christina is going to talk to us about her teaching philosophy, about yoga, what's good about it, and maybe how Glenn might be able to incorporate it into his life. <laughs> hmm. We'll see about that. <laughs> uh, she, but she's, she's smart. She's enthusiastic. She's certified, which you know is one of my big things. And she's going to talk to us right now. This is Christina Savitsky, and she, her business is called Buckaroo Balance. So my new best friend is Christina Savitsky. <laughs> Welcome to the Stable Scoop Radio Show. I, I mean, I have all the time in the world to pick your brain about everything it is that you do within the parameters of what you call Buckaroo Balance. Tell us what is Buckaroo Balance and who is Christina Savitsky? Oh, well, thanks for having me. And I'm Christina Savitsky since I got married anyway. And um, my business is Buckaroo Balance. I teach horseback riding lessons, um, specifically to people returning from injury. And I also teach clinics integrating yoga and riding. Okay, so as I said, you are my new best friend. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this, but I am, I am coming back from an injury. I had a very significant ACL injury. And yes, and... It, surgery. It is. Yes. And, you know, one of the things that I'm really eager to get back to is I'm waiting to get cleared to go to a yoga class. Now, uh, you know, half of the world is totally on the whole yoga thing. I think a lot of the soccer moms out there have figured this out long ago. But I don't <laughs> think the, I don't think the horse world has actually gotten onto the yoga bandwagon. Um, no, it took me a while. Well, that's what I said. You know, it's who has the time to sit down and go slow? We tend to go, you know, we horse people tend yeah. to kind of move at breakneck speed. But um, what type of yoga do you practice for the most part? Um, I think for the most part at home, I do more hatha type stuff. Um, but I'm not Can you explain a certified that to yoga us? instructor. Can you explain what that means to us that don't do yoga? Oh, yeah. I know. The only yoga, yoga I know about Christina is sweaty yoga, because uh, oh, Tammy, ooh. Tammy, yeah, from, right? Tammy stinky from, hot sweaty yoga. Yeah, Tammy from the Western <laughs> Radio Show goes to sweaty yoga two or three times a week. She's lost a lot of weight, by the way, but um, she loves sweaty yoga, and that's the only yoga I know anything about. Mm. Well, well, I'd tell- rather be warm than cold, but I avoid the sweaty <laughs> yoga. Well, tell him what hot the yoga is, because that's my favorite one. So a hatha is is a older version, I would say, of yoga. I mean, there's there's some newer ones, too, and, and I'm not really a yoga pro. I'm not a certified instructor or anything like that. Um, but, but I would say hatha has more to do with symmetry and balance, and everything you do on one side, you would do on the opposite side. Um, and, and hatha is the basis for most of the other types of yoga. So ashtanga is another really popular one. Um, that integrates more breathing, which is cool. Um, and then Kundalini is another type that I've practiced now and then. And it's, um, it's really focused on breathing and chakra work as opposed to physical body work. It's more um, hyperventilating to a higher state, <laughs> if you will. It, it's, you know, the breathing thing. And, you know, I have to say that one of the things about yoga that I like personally is that it's, it's sort of like eventing. It's well-rounded. There's, there's meditation. There's the physical movement and stretching. There's the breathing. So it kind of connects your mind, your body, and your soul. And it, 
Yeah. And, and it, it helps you achieve a balance between those three things. You know, it's... Definitely. Um, it's all-encompassing. If you're ADD and you're worried about not sitting still, I mean, that was one of the things that took me away from yoga at the beginning. I was like, oh, pff, I can't. I can't be quiet and still that long to actually do that. <laughs> but actually, it's, it's really all-encompassing, kind of like riding, where you're always, you know, thinking, is your toe pointed this right way? Is your knee pointed the right way? Check in on the other toe, on the other knee, and then your hips and your shoulders and your head. And, um, yeah, a lot like riding. <laughs> and, and so explain to Glenn, because I really I want to convert him. I want him to take because, away from see. this conversation that he wants to go try. And, and, and Jennifer, has Jennifer done yoga? No, Glenn? no neither no. one of us have. And see, okay. the reason Helena's pushing this is because I have severe ADD, and I think all the co-hosts have gotten together and decided they need to do something about it. <laughs> oh, yoga would be great for you, Glenn. It, and, you know, it's the only time. I really I'm, think I'd get bored in five minutes. You wouldn't, because no. it's the only time you can slow down. It, it, you have to learn how to slow down in yoga. And, but once you get it, it's the most wonderful place to be. And then yeah. when you're done, well, you could go home and speed back up again. Right, Christina? <laughs> you can. Yeah, that's, that's what I do. I have a two-year-old, so I'm speedy, speedy. You can't stop with a two-year-old. Um, and I was ADD before the two-year-old. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, there were, it, it was really hard for me to get started in yoga. Um, between the ADD and then being a cattle rancher, because so many yoga people are, um, you know, more Buddhist and not eating meat and stuff, and I'm raising meat for a living. Like, I, there's no way you're talking me out of my steaks on Friday nights, you know? And a girl. So, See, I'm right there with you. I got to eat my meat, too. Oh, and Glenn, definitely. Glenn's got to eat his meat, his cake, his potatoes, his, you oh, know. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm that way, too. So those kind of things really turned me off at the beginning, but then... Once I sucked it up and tried it out, oh, I'm totally hooked. I can't, I can't live without yoga anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, Glenn. Yes. Yes. Are you gonna try? try it. Have we told you anything yet that you makes uh, you want to try I, I, it? You know what? I on, on the other show, the driving radio show, uh, I my co-host is a a traditional Chinese medicine doctor, and she's been trying to get me to try acupuncture. I think yoga sounds better than acupuncture. Yeah, let's start, <laughs> let's start with yoga first. Now, Christina, you have clearly, okay, so how, where, how do you fit back up? See, I'm so excited. I'm like speeding ahead again. Give us, uh, walk us with a play-by-play through, let's say, the first, you know, 10 to 15 minutes of one of your yoga sessions. Well, and again, I'm not a yoga instructor. Um, I'm a horseback riding instructor. So, so that's my background. And typically, um, when I try to integrate yoga, it's with someone who has taken yoga classes, and then I just try to use um, certain poses that, that the rider and I both know and comprehend in order to bring them back to the presence of yoga. Oh, okay. So you, it's not that you're teaching yoga classes. It's you're teaching riding with yoga incorporated into it. Exactly. And then, then I also have retreats here at the ranch where I live in Northern New Mexico. Um, and, and the retreats here, I hire a yoga instructor. We do yoga together as a group and then we go tack up our horses, go on a long trail ride, talk about yoga and riding together and integrate the yoga and the riding throughout the weekend and the whole retreat. That so sounds like you would have fun at that, Helena. 
I know. I told you she's my new best friend. (laughs) (laughs) So is it all about when you're talking about, because I don't know anything about it, so when you're incorporating yoga into riding, you know, what little you've said about the kind of yoga that you practice makes a lot of sense with the symmetry and and balance and, and, you know, both sides, because that's one of the main problems that people have when they ride is we tend to, to lean one direction or another. We tend to favor one side over the other. And that's one of the things that we're always getting yelled at in lessons for. So I can see where that being more conscious of where your body is and, and having control over, yeah. And having control over individual pieces of your body um, one of the things I did learn uh, a long, long time ago, and I forget who even taught me this, uh, was, was uh, I want, what's the word I want here? It's not meditation. Hip, self-hypnosis. And I still use that because I always had trouble sleeping. And I forget which, who it was, but it was a professional that taught me self-hypnosis. And that's the act of trying to get all of your body parts individually to relax. And right, as, you start with your toes yes, and then you yes, work your you way up. I did that once for one of the, at one of the companies I worked. They had somebody come in and, and uh, I was surprised that I was able to do it. So you're, you're not only able to do it, but you still do it today to help get to sleep? I still do it and it helps me fall asleep. So within, you know, and that's the most relaxed I've ever felt because I do have severe ADD. So that's the most relaxed I ever feel is when I'm doing self-hypnosis. So I can see where the yoga would help you be more aware of the parts of your body individually. Is that what I'm hearing? Into a relaxed state. Yeah. And then you get relaxed. Now, with, well, it's with, building strength, too. There's so many stretching exercises that you do that don't build strength. And yoga is a really nice combination of, of building strength while still increasing your flexibility. Okay. So what would be an example of uh, um, things that you would, like an example of exercises or things that you would have a rider that's really never done yoga, but you're doing a lesson with them and want to incorporate some of it? Okay, so an easy exercise would be um, standing and jumping. So just stand up and, and have your feet at a relaxed position and do three big jumps up in the air. One, two, three. Now, wait a minute. Is three. this on the horse or off the horse? No, off the horse. Okay, just good, because right I was starting to worry. I thought, I thought we were doing Roman riding there for a minute. No, we're no, vaulting. Jump. <laughs> <laughs> we're going through the whole alphabet, vaulting, yoga. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> no, this one you can just do in the dirt. Or, or on That's good, because if Helena's jumping on her horse pie, she's going to be in the ocean. <laughs> She'll be gone. <laughs> I'll be in the dirt. The dirt, no, the right ocean. The other All right, so we're jumping <laughs> up and down. Yep, so just take three jumps, just and then stop, freeze, and look down at your feet. And most of us will end up jumping with our feet um, almost shoulder-width apart and our toes pointed towards the outside. And females tend to be even more so than males. Um, so men would end up, when they stopped jumping, their feet would be more parallel with one another. And women tend to have our toes pointed out a bit more. And and all that is is a, a natural stance. So, um, uh, wait a minute. Knowing... Now, I'm going to try it. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. See if I hurt try. something here. Let be me... careful with the ball. I'm, I'm going to try not to step on the cat while I do this. <laughs> Oh, no. If you hear screaming, you'll know why. Oh, All right, here we go. Three jumps. You guys talk. Okay. One, what? two, three. Once. <laughs> do we hear anything? Can the floor hold you? He's a big guy. If you, Glenn is a very tall man. 
I, he, but he could really use this. Are you alive? Okay, shoulder length apart, but my feet were pointing straight ahead. Okay, and, okay. and that's typical for men and less typical for women, um, but, and that's okay. But just knowing um, what's comfortable for you, with your, whether your feet point forward or if they tip out a slight bit, and then bringing that balance and symmetry into the saddle. So once you mount your horse, if, if your toes like to stick out when you're standing, your toes are going to like to stick out when you're riding. That's and I'm me. not saying that's going to win you any equitation ribbons or anything like that. Um, but as far as body anatomy and comfort goes, um, you're going to want to allow your body to have that same open position through your hips. Um, you can also, with that jump, notice if your right foot came slightly in front of your left. It was. Or vice versa. Whoa. We're in trouble. <laughs> so your, your horse probably bends to the right a little easier than the left, and it has nothing to do with your horse. It's all about you. Huh. I'll have to yeah. have Jennifer try it. Oh, she has bad knees. She'll probably fall down. But uh, Oh, well, maybe not yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can't try it yet either, Helena. <laughs> oh, I know. Please, I, I'm not even allowed to jump. I, I can't no even jump jumping. up and down. No jumping. So not, it's not exercises yet. like that, a series of exercises. Like, it's interesting that one little exercise, you learn a lot, um, that, you're, that you're doing to, to make you more aware of your body. Yeah, and that's not even yoga. I mean, that's, right. just, that's, that's just jumping, just, but to bring a little body awareness. And so, Glenn, if you know that your right foot tends to come forward of your left foot, um, then when we do yoga, when we do some postures and stances, some triangle pose or a wide angle pose, um, you can uh, really be aware. You can look down at your feet and make sure that your right foot isn't inching forward in the pose um, and, and just bring, bring your body back to center and teach yourself um, proprioception, you know, like when you close your eyes and you try to touch your finger to your nose, um, and sometimes you poke yourself in the eye or something instead. It's, it's the same kind of <laughs> No, never. Concept. No, no, not me. Uh, but teaching your body where center is again, because a lot of times we're standing and we think we're centered and we think we're balanced, but um, you look in the mirror and you do some of these yoga exercises and you realize that you're much stronger on one side than another or that you tend to favor um, one side or another, and it could be from an injury or it could just be out of habit. Um, but knowing that and, and learning that body awareness and being able to apply it once you're in the saddle will help you be more centered and balanced and, of course, help your horse move more easily with you on top centered instead of crooked. Well, we, you know, that's, that's been a recurring theme here um, on the Stable Scoop Show. We keep having these experts on who talk about balance, and it seems to be the holy grail of effective riding, you know, and oh, because sure. so many of us are so off balance. Um, you know, that's sort of, I, I would say that there's like, you know, three big things. It's like your balance and then the whole breathing thing, tension would be the num in the number two spot. And uh, that's another place I think where yoga can help. I, me I, personally, I hold my breath whenever I'm concentrating, you know, and, uh, and, and of course that works against me. So how, what do you tell your students in terms of breathing? Like, how do you remember to, it's easy when you're lying in a yoga room to, to do that beautiful breathing, but when you're focusing well, and you're, sure, riding, when you're 
Yeah, when you're lying in a yoga room, it's easy. But try yeah. some of those inverted poses, and you'll catch yourself not breathing in yoga either. Right. Um, so how do you how do you remember to breathe and, and to do it effectively? Well, I I think that's just it. Is you have to bring it to your consciousness to to remind yourself to breathe. It's most of it. Um, but the more it becomes. Um, not only a habit, but a conscious part of the movement for you. Um, there's there's um, flow yoga, and I'm going to forget which kind of yoga it is, where you go through postures very quickly. You move from one position to another without stopping and holding a position. And, um, and in those postures, you breathe every time you come up. You inhale every time you come down. You exhale. And the movements are constantly up, down, up, down. And there's, a, there's an in and out breathing flow that goes with the body movement. Um, so doing some movements like that and where the, where the breath becomes part of the exercise. So when you stop breathing, uh, a little light bulb goes off and you're saying, wait, something's not quite right. And you have to go through your little checklist. You know, am I, am I straight? Am I organized? Am I still breathing? <laughs> um, and, and checking in with yourself. Um, having an instructor just remind you to keep breathing right. helps also. And then you can also do breathing exercises um, when you're riding your horse. Breathe in every time your horse's right front foot lifts up off the ground. Hmm. Out. Breathe, you know, put it in with your cadence. Right. So if your horse's back foot, you know, work on the back hind, the the left hind. So it's that bringing the aware. It, it really is the awareness because once you, once you are aware, then you can start to incorporate these these breathing practices, like you said, with your your horse's yeah. cadence and and stuff like that. So, you know, it kind of sounds to me like it's beneficial to understand yoga a little bit, practice it a little bit in a, in a yoga room, you know, in, a, in a, an official yoga <laughs> class, really, no, kind of get the basics down. And, and so that when you are on your horse, you can, you ha- you already have that awareness. You just have to bring it to you when you're riding. I think that's true. It's actually quite easy to apply. Um, and I, you can go to any yoga class and be surprised at the things you learn. Um, neutral pelvis is another thing that we hear about often in, in horseback riding and, you know, you hear instructors and trainers say that all the time. Well, your pelvis needs to be in neutral and you need a neutral pelvis. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> yeah, it's a little scary. It is, isn't it? And you hear it all the time and then you're like, okay, yep, uh-huh, my pelvis needs to be in neutral, but I don't really know how that feels or what it looks like or what the heck they're talking about, but I know I need it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yoga can really help with that too. Um, Anytime you do a sitting posture in yoga, your yoga instructor will instruct you to find your seat bones, which is exactly what we do in riding, too. Um, And when you're sitting balanced on your seat bones, your pelvis is in alignment and, and neutral. So when your pelvis is in neutral, then your spine is in neutral above your pelvis, meaning that you can move your spine independent of moving your pelvis. And then below your pelvis, your hips and your legs will also be able to move independent of your pelvis when your pelvis is in neutral. So, uh, so you know, now this, as you're talking about this, this neutral pelvic position, um, 
it, it, it makes me think of your philosophy, the Buckaroo Balance philosophy that you say writing should be easy. And so as you, this is sort of how you teach. This is the guiding mission, so to speak. Um, yeah. And, but so you, you start with this foundation of the neutral pelvic position, but you also go on to talk about, um, you know, your saddle fit and strength and, you know, awareness. So well, even sure, then there's this, <laughs> well, it can't really be easy. That's exactly. <laughs> no, but it, it can. Once, once that becomes natural, once, once you get back to the ease of finding neutral, um, once you find it and you know that that's what it is, it's easier to come back to. And then you make that a habit to come back to your neutral pelvic position. And then everything from there becomes a lot easier once that's a habit. So um, like for me, if, I, if I'm struggling to find this, this neutral pelvic position, I need somebody. I mean, sometimes the little light bulb goes off and I go, oh, okay, I think I found it. But it's really, really yeah. helpful to have somebody say, there, what you're feeling right now or what you're doing right now is the right thing. Remember that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And but we don't all have, have writing instructors. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> I do video evaluations. You, you can send me a video. Oh, um, there we go. Or you can take, you can take a yoga class. Um, any, any sitting pose, a yoga instructor knows. They may not know the term neutral pelvic position, um, but they can help you in a seated position, find your sit bones, and sit on them straight and erect. Mm. And, and balanced and centered, um, and they can help you breathe in this position <laughs> and, and make it comfortable. It's not, not all yoga positions are hard. You know, sometimes we think about these crazy little scrawny Indian guys and diapery looking things <laughs> holding their feet above their heads, you know? Like, yeah, no, that's not it. No. That's Some of the yoga poses are... never going to happen with me. I, you, well, no. I have one instructor well, who Glenn, would call. Nobody would want to see you do that. <laughs> no. Right. See? She's got your number. She's got, I had one yoga instructor her? who used to call the poses. She would say, isn't that yummy? <laughs> and I would say, yes, it is. It's such an easy, relaxing. I mean, they call them poses, but it's really like, you know, rolling around the floor like a little kid. And it well, feels yeah. good. Well, I got news for you here, Helena. I got exciting news for you is that uh, Christina is going to be at Heart's Desire Ranch in Massachusetts, October 28th and to the 30th. Okay. Up your way. I am. I'm coming. I'll be there. And and you can audit. You can audit. So uh, it's going to be up there. And, uh, yeah, she's actually going to be – you're going to be in New York near Vermont too, I guess. Yeah, Granville, New York, upstate. Yeah. So that's those – the one in – in Granville at Harmony Hill Board and Bale is um, a three-day retreat with meals and lodging included. Um, and Mary Ellen does a fabulous job. So we get up early in the morning. We do some sunrise yoga, watch the sun come up over the, the maple trees that are out there, um, have a big breakfast together, saddle up our horses, ride a little bit in the arena, out on trails, um, we do some saddle fit to rider sessions and then do more yoga, relax, and it's, um, it's a yummy weekend. <laughs> it's a yummy weekend. I'll be there. It is. It's, it's fabulous. And then, then the next weekend, I'll be at Heart's Desire Stable, which is um, 
not far outside of Boston, and um, and that one's just just day just day clinics. Um, and I don't think that we will have a yoga instructor for that particular clinic, but we will be talking a lot about neutral pelvic position and um, finding neutral and remembering to breathe and um, and bending and turning your horse um, naturally and and making it come easy. You know, when your hips lock up, you can't move your knees. And I'm sure you guys have had the lessons with your instructor when they're saying, you know, put your calf, use your inside leg, use this calf, put your heel back, your your foot should be forward, your foot should be back. And you're like, oh, my God, there's no way I could possibly put my foot where you're telling me to put my foot. Or my foot's there. How come you can't see it? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It must be there. I can feel it. It's down there below me. My shoe's still there. My foot has to be there. (laughs) 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 and you can find more information about that at buckaroobalance.com all your schedule and the prices and packages and everything are on there before we let you go i got to ask you about where you live um so this is the description we read earlier i'm a full-time cowgirl at pecos bar x bar ranch there's two bars in there by the way you guys do a lot of drinking there here in northern (laughs) new mexico my handsome husband ethan by the way that's 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 very nice and i manage thirteen thousand acres and all the land animals that come with it now most of us in our little horse world we can envision a hundred acres that's probably the most we ever envision is about a hundred two hundred acres thirteen thousand acres is a lot (laughs) <laughs> it is a lot, but it's quite small as far as big western ranches go. Mm, oh, yeah, you just have the little bitty one over there in the corner. You're the poor people. Well, With yeah. 13,000 acres. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? What, what do you have animal-wise? We have a resident herd of elk. Um, we have quite a few black bear, mountain lion, mule deer, um, raccoon, chipmunks. Wow. All of that. These are not domesticated, right? These are wild. <laughs> Just check. These are wild. Okay, yes, good. These I are wild. Didn't know if you had a zoo um, on the we, property. <laughs> no, no, we share the land with them. Okay. Um, and then we have we have a small herd of of black Angus cattle, and um, and my horses. So how do the black Angus cattle do with the mountain lions? Um, they actually do quite well. The mountain lion would much prefer to eat elk or deer oh. than than a cow. They're actually more likely to take a foal than they are a calf. Mm. I just read I today. Like the long legs. I just read today, actually, in Canada, that there was a horse killed uh, by a cougar. It's uh, one of the first yeah. uh, that they've seen that, and he didn't eat it. He just killed it and left it lay, which they thought was very unusual. Well, he probably yeah, didn't it taste may not good. Than what he expected. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's probably I, maybe he had a. Tummy I have that with a lot of the things I order at restaurants. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like the sauce. That's right. <laughs> the gravy wasn't good. So, I mean, it's terrible. We're making fun of that. But um, still, no, she, you're, you're lucky because you get to um, live and work in a place where uh, things are just natural. They are the way they are. And do you, I, I'd imagine that you guys don't interfere much with the, uh, the relationship between the animals and the land. Um. Well, no, we do. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we, we try to, you know, we try to keep things even, but um, but Mother Nature is cruel. You know, we don't. Yeah, have to be cruel they try to humans. not have the mountain lions in the back pasture. That's we do. Yeah, we yeah, yeah we try to keep them separated. Yeah. You know, mountain lions. You can you can go chase elk other places. I like my elk here, and 
personally, I'd rather kill them and eat them than have a mountain lion kill them and eat them. But um, I'm pretty partial <laughs> Does to elk that taste elk good? What does elk taste oh, like? Oh, it's amazing. It's, um, it's like 10 times better than beef. Oh. And I love beef. But I do, too. Uh, and is, it, is it like venison or is it... Because venison, Let's, obviously, unless it's cooked right, can be a little bit tough. It's so lean. Um, yeah. And, and venison has a, a very distinctive, um, more of a gamey taste yep, to it. Yep, and, yep. and elk has, has a different taste than beef, but, um, but it's less pronounced, I think. Because I like buffalo. A, buffalo is really good. I have to try that. Yeah. I have to try buffalo and elk. Yeah. We've had, I, I've tried venison and rabbit, and I find both are too, there's a specific taste that's just... I don't know. It just Her husband's sit. a chef, and the one time we were at the house visiting, he came home from Boston. He works down in the city in Boston. He had stopped in the in, in Chinatown, and he came home with this rabbit, and a live and, rabbit. Well, it wasn't live at the time, I don't oh, okay. think, but it wasn't too long dead either. So he came right. home with this rabbit and said, I'm going to make rabbit tonight. Now, honestly, that was the first time I'd ever seen anybody walk in with a rabbit from the city. <laughs> um, and say they were going to cook rabbit. That was a, that was yeah. a unique thing for me at that point. But he's well, a now good we, chef. Now he just walks across the street because our neighbor raises eaten rabbits. So <laughs> he just goes across the street and comes home with it. But the, but, All the vegetarians um, have just turned us off, by the way. I know. I'm sorry, veggie people. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, but they, hopefully if you're a regular listener, you do know that um, I, I do eat meat. I love meat. Glenn loves meat. But we support humane farming. So yes. there's, there's a difference sure. there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and we had free so, range chickens, but we didn't yeah. eat our chickens because I couldn't get to the whole plucking part. So we, we had a lot of eggs. We had a lot we, of eggs. We had a lot of eggs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say we had Peter did make oxtail soup once, and it was really good. Yeah, I've had that. That's good. You have. All right, we're way off topic here. All right, time. <laughs> How did it get back to food, Christina? You see, thank this you is, so much. Fun. This has been fun. We could have you on probably for another show just to talk about all the adventures you guys have had on a fifteen thousand acre tiny little ranch there in New Mexico. Tiny little. Ranch. I would love that. <laughs> thank you so <laughs> thank much you again. So it's much been fun. For... It was great Thanks talking for to having you. me. Well, she was fun. Thank you so much, Christina, for joining us. Uh, you know, now I have. To... I'll tell you, I am. I'm sincere about. I'll try yoga before I'm going to do acupuncture. Yeah, I well, <laughs> I don't blame you. you but I think you, you like done, it. Have you ever done acupuncture? No, not yet. I will as soon as I need it. Okay. Well, you do I it will. first, and then I'll, I'll, I'll... Can I see a video of you getting stuck? Sure. I, but remember, I have a high tolerance for pain, although I hear that acupuncture isn't painful. Yeah, it, that's what they say. It's just creepy. It's, it's creepy. <laughs> it's just creepy. It is creepy. All right. I've seen it done on horses, though. And it's, boy, when they, when they put those needles in, the horses just seem to just go, you know, and relax. Yeah. So. See, so you're kind of like a horse. Let them just put the needle in and you relax. <laughs> and one of our other great sponsors is Equestrian Collections. And, of course, we're coming up into the fall when it's going to be time. You're going to need some sheets and some blankets. And you're going to need jackets for yourself. And you're going to need jackets for your kids. And pretty soon we're going to be talking winter stuff. God, I can't believe I just said that. I know, don't. Uh, uh, Again, you are just batting a thousand. (laughs) 
So it's EquestrianCollections.com. Their fall stuff has arrived, and you're going to find all the thousands of different items. And it, as I said, if you're looking for a blanket for your horse or a sheet uh, for this time of year, you want to head over to EquestrianCollections.com for all of your, your blanketing and horsey needs. And they have a coupon code right now, HRN, just uh, on checkout under the coupon code section. Put HRN, and you'll get $10 off your next order of $120 or more. And if you're buying a blanket or a sheet, you're going to hit that. So definitely check them out, equestriancollections.com, and don't forget to follow them on Facebook. And now it's time for Tack and Habit. Yay! I'm really excited about today's Tack and Habit. You think I'd be so excited that I could pronounce it? Can today's you, can I Tack... The, can I play the music first? Oh. Yeah, okay. We have music? Yeah. Yeah, we do have music. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> <clears throat> Yes, you can play the music. Thank you. I have had uh, blankets on before and, and turnout sheets. My favorite are the hug closure systems. Any blanket or sheet or stable blanket that has the hug closure system, I think is awesome because it, it, it's that stretchy flexibility around the horse's neck. It's not constricting, you know, and especially for horses who have to wear some kind of apparel for long periods of time, like a turnout sheet or, or a rug. But there's a new company, or I don't know how new they are, but there's a new, I, it's new to me, and it's called Turtleneck Premium Horse Clothing. And one of their uh, items that we have featured today is called the Mud Turtle, and it's a lightweight turnout sheet. So, what does it do? Well, besides keep your horse clean and dry during spring and summer and rainy weather, um, the mud turtle turnout sheet features a stretchy neckline. That is the claim to fame of the turtleneck horse clothing line. It's a flexible elastic neckline, um, and it's been tested and modified, and you know they put it through its paces. Um, well, you know, and we, so I, I wanted to just interrupt you there quick. We had that problem with our quarter horse because quarter horses tend to have the bigger chests and necks. Yep. And nothing fits. You know, that's the, why they started coming out with quarter horse blankets a while ago. It's because nothing fits the quarter horse. And I imagine Warren Bloods had the same issue. Well, okay. Doesn't it totally make sense that if women's jeans are now all like 95% cotton and 5%. Everything is 95% material, 5% lycra, stretchy. Right. Right. We have learned that if you add a little stretch to everything we put on, everybody's happier. So why not add a little stretch to our horse's apparel as well? And, um, you know, the Turtleneck Company has, has done just that. You know, like the hug people. Um, but I like this because, I mean, I, I still love the hug products, but I... And this is just a, an alternative to, to the hug program, but they incorporate this elasticity throughout the garment, like in the shoulder gussets, they're flexible. Um, you know, their belly straps are flexible. They have fleece collar, you know, the fleece, um, the fleece around the, uh, the withers mm-hmm. that can come on and off. So they, it's really not just about stretchy flexibility. It's about garment flexibility. And they include a free spare parts kit when you buy their blankets. How cool is that? What's it have in it? An extra fleece collar, an extra belly strap, and an extra rear leg strap. Because I'm always huh. losing my extra legs. Yeah. 
That's so the it first has a blanket I've seen to do that. I've never yeah. heard of this brand, to be honest with you. I didn't either, but you know where I found them? No. From the Ada membership directory. Ah, okay. And did yeah. you, have you, do you have one of these? So, or, Not no. yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. But you're going to uh, be trying one soon. I am going to try one because, you know, I do not buy jeans that don't have any stretch in them anymore. Right. And it's I will not buy any clothing for my horses that don't have stretch in them anymore. It's just, why? Why would you buy anything that's constricting to your animal, especially when they have their head down grazing, even if they're just licking the dirt? <laughs> it's, it's not fun to have your head down, lick dirt, and have your neck constricted by a blanket. So this price was 129 bucks for the turnout sheet. That's fair. Yeah, that doesn't seem bad at all, actually. Uh, you know, because you'll pay 99 bucks for a Weatherbeater version. Um, so this isn't bad for, and for what you get and, and a higher quality and, and the extra parts kit too. The, the piece of my, exactly the extra parts kit. It comes in, um, I think right now the only color they have available is Navy, but the sizes available are 68 through 86. So the small guys and the big guys have a chance at this. They do offer a one year warranty that's on their waterproof breathable property. So that's pretty good. Um, you know, I, I think it's worth taking a look at. It's the Mud Turtle Lightweight Turnout Sheet from Turtleneck Premium Horse Clothing. I wonder where you buy it. They have a list of premium retailers on their website, which we will put on StableScoop.com. So people have to go to StableScoop.com to find out where you can get one of these things. Okay, good. And if you've used one and have some opinions on it, let us know. Go to our Facebook page. Just look, search for StableScoop. Become a friend and post on there what you think of the Turtleneck Mud Turtle Turnout Sheet. Blah, blah, blah. That was a mouthful. Yeah. Good Mud one. Turtle light we turn Good one, Helena. Thank you very much. What's up next? Well, this product was sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. Do you want to try and read it? or do you No. Want to do it? No, I'm a hot mess today. One thing horse people look for in a supplement is safe, reliable product that will address the challenges facing their horses. The employees of Kentucky Performance Products couldn't agree more. In fact, they feed KPP supplements to their own horses. So one of the products they look to is Endure Extra. Endure Extra <laughs> is a high-fat, low-carb energy source recommended by veterinarians and leading horsemen to maintain optimal energy levels for your competition horses and to increase weight gain in your poor doers. More than just a fat supplement, Endure Extra it also provides much-needed natural vitamin E to protect muscles and increase immunity levels. Added gut conditioners stimulate the appetite and maintain a healthy digestive tract. Provide all of these benefits to your horse with as little as 8 ounces per day. Makes it economical and affordable. To choose the right KPP supplement for your horse, go to kppusa.com or give them a call at 800-772-1988. And to learn more about horse nutrition and interact with the experts at KPP, join their Facebook page. Just search for Kentucky Performance Products. I like that, uh, well, I, I find that, that term poor doers. I know. Very interesting. Increase weight in your poor doers. I know. Hmm. Isn't that, that must be a Kentucky term. I'm going to chew on that a little bit. That's kind of interesting. I might, okay. I might decide, if I decide I like it, I'm going to use it. There you go. And it, it does work. We, have, we do know people that uh, use this particular product. Well, that's why we, we're happy to have Kentucky Performance Products sponsor us because yep. we know their products do work. Yep, this one actually is good. And, and, and we've had them use it in, in a lot of thoroughbreds or poor doers. You know, they, they don't hold weight and blah, blah, blah. Right. And they end up, uh, you know, this helps them out, especially through the winter months, too. Ugh. Shh, there's that word again. <laughs> no, sorry about that. How dare you? <laughs> well, Helena, we'll be, uh, we have a show coming out next week. We recorded it earlier, so you'll have a brand new show for next week. 
A lot of fun. Next week, we're talking to one of the only female knights. That's right. In shining armor. A female version. Uh, I wonder if it works the same way for for guys and girls. You know how they, they say a girl needs her shi- knight in shining armor to come take mm-hmm. him away? Mm-hmm. Does that work for guys, too? Can I have her come take me away, my, my female knight in shining armor? I think you'd probably prefer a sparkly gown. <laughs> I don't know. I would. My wife wouldn't <laughs> prefer it. I know that. Uh, be sure I to would. Lo- I- <laughs> be sure to log in next Friday for that episode of Stable Scoop. We appreciate <laughs> you listening in today. It's been a whole lot of fun. We thank you for the emails we've gotten over the last week. You can send us emails at glenn at horseradionetwork.com or helena at horseradionetwork.com. Anything else? I guess if they want more information about today's show, if they're still with us, they can go to stablescoop.com. You will find links, photos, and more information about today's guests. Many thanks to our sponsors, Equestrian Collections, Uncle Jimmy's Brand Products, and Kentucky Performance Products. Oh, geez. Now I have Christina bugging me on Facebook. We just got done with the interview with her about (laughs) yoga, and she says, thank you and Helena. So fun. I hope you do try a yoga class. It will help quiet your busy mind. Promise. (laughs) See, she's What'd got you your do? number. You you cornered her and told her to do that, didn't you? Did not. Did not. <laughs> nope. I think you guys are all getting together on me now. You're all sick of working with me. It's been three years now. And Glenn, Glenn, yeah. Glenn, yeah. when are you going to see the writing on the wall? What's that? You need help. <laughs> you need it's like an to intervention. slow down. Because right now, the only time you slow down, and I'm going to check in with Jennifer on this, but I bet that the only time you slow down is to eat. And even then, no, I, that's I questionable. No, I eat very fast. Yeah. <laughs> she yells at me all the time for eating too fast. So that right. doesn't So all work. you do then is slow down to read the signs that say pulled pork here. That's right. That's right. I do slow down. You know, one of the only times I do slow down, and it's not really my mind slowing down, but when we're sitting waiting for dinner at a restaurant, because I have nothing else to do. And you know the food is coming. <laughs> yes. And I, I think it's rude to pull out your phone and answer emails, so I don't do that. But I do know the food is coming, so that keeps me there. That's just the only thing. Be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Well, Helena, I'm out of here. Vacation time. That's it for Enjoy. this week. Have a great time. Be kind to your wife. There will be more. 